Many organizations fail, but many also succeed. There are a number of articles, books, and speakers you can read and listen to, but sometimes that means nothing if you can't create a partnership with those in the community. Today, UWGB PRSSA is talking to Ryan Hobson, Director of Sales from the Green Bay Blizzard. Over multiple years with the team, he built a network of what he calls partnerships in attendance grew. This past semester, he partnered with UWGB PRSSA. Let's discuss why the Green Bay Blizzard is a community partner. Well, it's Friday and you know what that means. We have another amazing guest. This is UWGB PRSSA. My name's Matt and I'm joined here with Megan my co-host, and then Ryan Hobson from the Green Bay Blizzard, here to talk to you a little bit about what the Green Bay Blizzard is and how they're a community partner. So let's start off with who are you and your background? Sure, so I am Ryan Hobson, Director of Sales for the Blizzard. Uh, this will be my sixth year with the organization, fifth season. Um, I got involved through a fluke, right time, right place, um, met the owners right after they had bought the team uh, and just got to know them and thought it would be a type of business owner that I enjoy working with. Awesome. Um, if you want me to unpack that yeah. whole story, <laughs> I can, but uh, just right time, right place um, and good people and wanted to be involved with what they are involved in. Um, and that's how we got to year six now of this chaos so nice because with your background did you see yourself maybe in sports one day or was that a thought sure um so i have an aas in music business um so marketing and music mm -hmm. business so uh, marketing and sales is what i've done my entire life i was not chasing the packers logo or a sports team logo on my polo by any means um, i do love sales and working with people in marketing aspects so it was never you know, out of the picture, it just wasn't, it wasn't something I was outright looking for to get involved in. So no, it was just the opportunity to present it itself. And I learned sports marketing pretty quick. So. Yeah. No, it is pretty cool how you can find multiple different disciplines that actually work mm -hmm. well into sports yeah. and all the different type of people you have working for teams. So. Yeah. And I, you know, when we get into partnerships here. I I think at the end of the day, when you know how to treat somebody right and manage relationships and not sales and transactions, um, the field probably doesn't matter as much as to the people you're working with in that field. So, Okay. So again, alluding to the partnership idea. So I've known you for a number of years yeah. and you say uh, you build partnerships and not sponsorships. Uh, why is that? It's, it's got to be, I mean, the technical term is a sponsorship when you're advertising or supporting a team um, or anything. And it's just a charity and relational piece of partnership. Partnerships is a two-way important and relational thing for me. The tune has probably 90% of our business and you're doing nothing more than putting your logo on some just exit because marketing plans for companies change. Marketing dollars shift and that's okay. Probably best in hang around because so I, I really believe we treat them differently um, than a sponsorship would. It, it is okay. about... And then um, how do you kind of showcase these partnerships during the season? And why would you say the Green Bay Blizzard's a great partnership to have? 
Yeah, I mean, through the, I mean, they're absolutely a joke about throwing your logos on thing, but there's tremendous opportunities in front of 4,000 plus fans again to get your brand out in front of people and unique opportunities to pair with what we do in the community, right? It's just way more about that for us, whether it's um, school programs, reading programs, kids' camps, um, and that, and fun things like logos on the football or social media partnerships. It's just a really unique way. Um, with an outstanding organization to, to do something that matters on top of being involved in a sports team. Um, so we've, we showcase it in various ways through, again, community outreach, actual signage and kids camp sponsorship, night sponsorships when we do games with female serving children or a charity. There's an opportunity for a business to get involved where, where at the end of the day, it may not matter to them to have their logo on something, but it does matter to them to support the blizzard and impact locally. And I know, too, a really unique opportunity is when you guys do the breaks for games on the field. Yes. You're able to have your logo, for example, on like the Frisbees that get yeah. thrown into the uh, little festival foods carts and stuff yes. like that. So, yeah, there is. Um, I try and recommend our partners to get involved in multiple ways. And it's yeah. not about a price tag or an upsell. But having a sign is great because it's there reminding you about someone's brand for four quarters of a football game, but having something else, whether it's a PA read that says, Hey, eat at Joe's or to your point, a festival food pizza toss that it's something else to say, Oh yeah, I saw festivals sign during the game. Plus I saw mm-hmm. that cart promotion. I'm going to go there, you know? It um, really yeah. adds to like the experience aspects. So it's not just like, here's a promotion. <laughs> yeah. Like here's something fun. Yeah. And we, we pride ourselves on that. Right. I mean, football mm-hmm. coach listens to this. We'll probably not be friends anymore. But <laughs> football hasn't know. been uh, great until last year. Last year was tremendous. Right. So, I mean, and both you guys have known me through some of those years. Um, we've had to rely on that. Right. And we've won best game day operations. Attendance has increased absurdly without winning football. Now mm-hmm. we have winning football. And I think, this year's going to be something different and special on and off the field. But it's things like those promotions that regardless of the end of the game, the score, kids take the field. Like, it's just something different about going to a Blizzard game that, I mean, I have two little ones and it resonates with my kiddos sometimes more than the outdoor game does because it's a little bit quicker and it's nonstop. So. And one thing that just stands out to me was uh, – one year you guys did a mascot race yeah. um, and then just inviting a bunch of different brands to come and run against other mascots. Like that's something that I think people go to games for is yeah. those promotions, as you said. We, we enjoy our, I mean, I think that's unique too, right? So we, we actually are, we partnered with the Green Bay Glory. We're partnering with the Booyah some this year. And yes, our seasons overlap, but not in a way that, even though us, the Timber Rattlers, and the Booyah all share a Friday night this year. I mean, there are plenty of people in Green Bay and Appleton that I'm not, I'm not, not going to support another local entity for fear of my own attendance. That's just, I, I think it doesn't do anybody good. There's plenty of people to do in town. So. so last semester, we actually invited you to campus to speak um, at one of our events. How cool is that? Um, I think it's pretty cool. Um, and then why why is it important to partner with colleges in the area, would you say? Sure. Well, thank you for inviting me, first of all. It was, it was a cool moment for me because, again, Matt, you and I have you've done this with me my entire six years, actually, through multiple food vendors in town. I'm not going to yep. give a shameless plug to either <laughs> of them. Um, yeah, I, I think selfishly, I truly think um, – Sales is looked at as a bad word on some, 
in college, right? Because I think the bad side of internships has happened so often where uh, an intern will get a sales internship and sit on a phone for eight hours of their shift calling 400 businesses in a day and just working a call list and not truly learning anything but driving sales for that organization, right? So I selfishly take those things to kind of demyth that whole thing that that's not what this is. Um, at, at the same time, it's it's tremendous to get in front of young people who are trying to figure out what they want to do. I mean, because I think that room is full of a lot of communication majors, which is very yeah. broad, right? Yeah. So whether that's social media, um, we have one young man from your class who we're just working with on press releases because he wants to be in radio eventually, right? So when he's sitting at the other side of that desk and a sports team like me sends him a press release, I want him to know what goes into it from our side. Um, I thought it was a unique opportunity to um, support local education. Um, we've done some things with Lakeland, GB, and sometimes TC. It just, I, th I think it's important to impact. Um, and if I can share and help somebody, um, there's actually multiple young people from that class that I've had conversations with after the class, three of them on our intern team this year, which is, I told you guys when you brought me that it was not my intent to go yeah. intern shopping. It was my <laughs> yeah. intent to just talk to that class. I think it's very important. Right. And I think even more so without discrediting any career fair things that go on, I got more out of that when it came to blizzard unintentionally than I would setting up a booth mm -hmm. at a career fair. Cause I think you, you get a classroom and I ask a lot of questions and really want to know about what you do. Um, personally, and not just what opportunities there are. If that makes sense, hopefully I answered that one. Yeah. And I think especially when you go out to clubs, it's people that want to be there. Right. It's not like a career fair where they're just kind of shopping around, walking around. It's people that are really engaged, want to be there. I think and that's I'm, a great point. Yeah. And I know like the Blizzard, you guys offer an amazing opportunity for anyone thinking about sports or wanting to explore that option. I know sometimes it can be a little intimidating maybe to think about well one day i want to work for the packers but sure. how are you going to get there and how are you going to know that that's really what you want to do so. right and I, I mean off script a little bit right like i've had two of my interns who have ended up full-time employed with us right now so joe and actually works for the nba with minnesota timberwolves now if that tells you that we do teach people things here <laughs> um and then when joe left the first handful of people I called or people who have interned before me because to me if you put in the time and work for free in a lot of those cases and started whether it's throwing t-shirts into the crowd or prepping the office on game day you've earned the shot to at least sit at the table for an interview so to your point yeah I would hope and it was cool when Joe exited because he posted something he really encouraged people to take unpaid internships and get their foot in the door somewhere I I had five in my career I've taken I mean before I got to where I am I've done five unpaid gigs just learning and sometimes you sit in a room and you're folding envelopes or stamping mm -hmm. stuff but it's a fact that you're there and absorbing stuff not necessarily what the day-to-day -day is too mm -hmm. so nice so going from internships to now i guess your upcoming season since many of these interns are working your upcoming sure. season um what can we expect this year? Things that you can share with us, I guess, essentially, of this upcoming season. I mean, there's not any secrets. It's, <laughs> it's all on the web okay. now. The promo <laughs> schedule is out. So uh, it's going to be a really unique and special season, I have a feeling. So the team was really good last year. They're probably going to be even better this year. So in indoor football, I mean, it's not normal to retain a lot of your players because it's a developmental league. So we want them up and out. We want them playing in the XFL, the CFL, or the NFL. Um, but this year, there's, I think, 14 of them back, which is completely abnormal because of 
I believe what they felt they left on the table last year in a playoff game that was decided by a fumble at the end of the game. Um, so a lot of those guys came back. So on the football field, it will be incredible again this year, right from out of the gates. In the stands, we absolutely intend to break the Blizzard all-time attendance record this year. Uh, and there are some great promotions, whether it's uh, a scout night, a faith and fellowship night. We have a spy night this year because it's 25 years of Bond and the Black oh, wow. release, okay. uh, which will be really cool. So black, white, and green game ball. Um, we're working with a tuxedo shop, so we'll be all decked out. Um, and that's, rewind the front of the interview here, like that's the stuff that you remember, right? When you walk in and you feel that it's a different theme night, that's, that's when we know we've done something. So there's a lot. I mean, I'm not going to take an hour of your time yeah. today but <laughs> i would go to a game if i'm someone listening to this this would be a year no sales pitch to catch a game it's gonna okay. be a fun year i can already hear like the background music of the bomb yeah. game yeah, <laughs> i spent a half that. hour last week <laughs> loading up a bunch of whether it's mission impossible bond okay. um men in black or music guy a bunch of tunes so yep That'll be really cool it'll be a lot of fun yeah yeah and that's that's why kids want to come to these yep. games too and they're like yeah Mom and Dad, let let's go to these right. games. So they probably couldn't tell you the end, the score at the end of the game, Matt, but they'll remember some of that stuff we did. They'll remember whether we won or lost, but yep. the score and again, um, naming a player. I mean, if they come in multiple, yeah, but it's really that family entertainment piece that makes it special on top of football now. So. Mm-hmm. And then, if you had to share one success tip for students looking to go into sports promotion, communications, or operations, what would that be? It's a fun question. <laughs> kind of a stinger for the right. End, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think we touched on it, and I think it was eye opening to me in a in a special way when Joe exited because I had invested for four years in that young man. Um, just take a chance, right? Whether it's an unpaid internship on the field tossing shirts in or ask about office opportunities or something to get your foot in the door because you never know right you never know what type of impression whatever you do work hard at it um because you know he went he was so good in his internship that when the time was coming he had graduated i i I went to bat for him for the folks that own the blizzard and even though i didn't have a spot we hired him in our family businesses and kept him around um until we had a spot so that's probably it it just that's so often students get turned off because it's an unpaid thing. I mean, at the end of the day, you're working seven game days for us and a couple mm-hmm. shifts in the office during the week, and you can learn a lot. And at the same time, you can learn what you not want to do, which is just as important as an internship is finding something you want to do is, boy, I see how tough it is at the minor league level or what all goes into it. But it, I would say, and he had, again, it was motivating for me because all the time I put in with him when he was done, but take a shot. I mean, it's not a pitch to come work for the Blizzard. Check out any of us, Gamblers, Booyah, Timber Rattlers. Just it's worth it to have a conversation. You never know whether you're going to fall in love with something and going to be in your blood and hard to let go. Like, I probably should have been done by now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you just don't know if you don't try. So, yeah. And you have a very limited window to do that, right, before you're out of school and have to start making income to pay bills. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that also reminds me a lot. I know Com Week was just last week and we had our podcast note about that. We had Laura Hollingsworth come and speak, which we have a whole article about that that me and Matt worked on. But she, her big thing was just say yes to opportunities. If they come up, take advantage of it, go after it, see what you want to do, see what you don't want to do as well. 
just to kind of feel it out because yeah once you graduate it's like oh now i have to mm-hmm. definitely have to start <laughs> making some money yeah. so and i think you're doing i mean yeah you were you interned for us right mm-hmm. and now you're doing the ixx gig i think you're doing exactly what you're saying there and you're going to learn real fast what you actually want to do or you may find something you never thought you wanted to do and start going down that path so and i'm i'm a good 27 years old and i'm going to tell you that uh, you have no clue what you want to do no <laughs> it changes though and some of my best experiences were unpaid like certain things i did for companies or organizations like you learn so much by doing that so definitely keeping that in your back pocket and taking a chance like ryan said is important um so i want to thank ryan for taking this time to interview with us and my co-host megan here and i want to thank our audience for taking the time to listen Thank you for listening and please subscribe to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Breaker. Every Friday, check back to take a listen to hear that success tip to help you succeed and build your network well into the future.